Uh, hello, America, and a Merry Christmas Eve to you. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today, and I have some news. Uh, not just some of it. All of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and a Rona report that you're going to want to hear. The latest out of Biden, uh, maybe a fourth shot, and Fauci, who is... Canceling Christmas again. Did he try this last year? Well, it's only for a certain group of folks. We'll get into that. Latest numbers you need to know. The OSHA mandates and their fate with the Supreme Court. All of it coming up in moments after this on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's almost 2022, and I can tell you right now, your new year will be a great one with Erectech. Whether it's grilling, smoking, or baking, whether it's for everyday family meals or entertaining friends into the new year, you're going to want the best in the business, and that is a Rectech. Cook all of your food to delicious perfection. With Rectech, you can stay inside because it has smart grill technology, which means controlling the cooking process all the way through, adjusting the heat automatically as needed for an even temperature. Meanwhile, you can monitor its progress from an app on your phone or device, and it tells you when it's perfectly done. Prepare for the new year. Get a Rectech quickly. From the hors d'oeuvres to the main course, Rectech will make you look like you went to culinary school and became a chef in your spare time. Winter is here, New Year's is around the corner, and baby, it's cold outside. Order yours today. Rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Rectech.com. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Well, except for, you know, a certain group. He is out once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Rona Report, the High Priest of Health. <laughs> Mr. Booster, Dr. St. Anthony Fauci. You know, it could be problematic. The fact of the matter is, you know, we don't know what we don't know, what we do know. And both we don't know what we didn't know. The guy makes note. Is anybody still listening to him? He is out once again trying to vouch who stole Christmas, trying to cancel Christmas again this year. It's like every holiday, right? They don't want us getting together. That should be enough to tell you exactly what's going on. They don't want you coming together. Ever. Because of the bug that has a 99 point whatever percent chance of... I mean, look, for some folks, let's be very reasonable. Let's be very realistic. For some folks, there are issues and there are concerns. If you are immunocompromised, if you fall into a certain group of individuals that you need to look... Maybe, uh, I don't know, be, be a little more aware of these things. I've got friends and family, people that I care about that are. And, of course, you know, I, I support whatever decisions they're going to make. And I look, I'm going to help in many, any, any way that I can. But to say the rest of the world or the rest of America should be canceling Christmas. In fact, they're canceling flights right now. I just saw the latest over 3,000 disruptions, a growing list, Christmas flights canceled for folks. And part of this is 
I'm, I'm sure, has to do. There's no mistake here. Has to be some of it that they just don't have enough personnel. And I, I'm not sure exactly why that might be. <laughs> Maybe it's because no jab, no job. I don't know. But Fauci, who is out of control, and I'm really not sure who. I don't think most Americans are listening to him anymore. But that doesn't matter because he will talk and talk and talk into the echo chamber that is CNN or MSNBC. He refuses to go on any other show where he might face questions or criticism. And, and honest curiosity. Serious questions. Like, what about natural immunity? You know, we're told we can't question the science. In all reality, that's because I am the science. You can't question me. I'm the high priest of health. This new religion has taken over. And they're telling you when you can and can't worship, when you can and can't come together with your friends and family. and All the things. You know, they've got a whole list. And now he wants to cancel Christmas again. But this time... It's only for that group of filthy, unwashed. If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up? Uh, yes, I, I would do that. Uh, I mean, I think we're what? dealing with a, a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated oh. person, I would say I'm very sorry, but not this time. Maybe another time when this is all over. Not this time. Maybe another time when this is all over. Do you ever, I mean, honestly, here's the next question. Maybe you follow up with this. When is this all over? I mean, obviously, you're setting the timeline for this, doctor. When, when is this all over? What constitutes all over? Because we can't get the truth out of anyone in the mainstream media. We can't get the truth out of anyone in the White House. We can't get the truth out of Fauci, for sure. I mean, the man who allegedly locked the beagles up in the cages and then had the bugs eat them while they were alive in the middle of the desert. This is the man who we're listening to. I, I, I just, I just, I, I just mind blown by this. But I think that the truth is that most Americans aren't. There's a handful of kooks. There's a handful of wackos that wait with bated breath for Fauci to pass down from on high. The latest commandments for all of us. One mask, two mask, no mask, three mask, double mask, triple mask. How many jabs should we get? Is, is it time for another booster? Oh, in fact, it is time for another booster. We'll tell you who says that coming up here in a second. But, you know, the truth is nobody's really paying attention or listening to this guy as much anymore. I went out. I was, <laughs> I was. I don't really do this. I don't shop anymore. I don't go out to the stores as much anymore because, you know, the, everything shifted and changed the pandemic. You could get things delivered now. You can go. And pull up and they'll bring it to your car. And for me, just, just the, the expediency of it, the, just how fast and efficient I can be. I'd much rather grab something, type it into an app, pull up, have them bring it out, and then I'm gone. Now, there are some times I, I like to 
I like to get out. It's not that I don't like people. I just, I like to be efficient. In fact, sometimes I like the people watch. I, I was, I was in a big box store the other day. I had to go in for a certain thing I had to get and a couple of things I thought kind of interesting to note. But uh, number one, I think it was about 50 50 on masks. People still, even though science is telling it, in fact, out of Michigan where I'm at, I'm at, Grand Rapids at WOOD, Wood Radio, and they're telling us now, the, the state itself is admitting that there really is no difference between schools that had mask mandates and school districts that didn't within the state of Michigan over this first half of the year. In fact, there's even some. This came from The Blaze. Look it up at theblaze.com. The story that actually goes on to tell us there's even some of this data that would point to the fact that masks made it a little worse, maybe, when it comes to cases and spread in schools. We hear a lot about following the science, but we don't hear much about actual science. We don't hear much about the truth. What is the truth? Well, the truth is what we know about Omicron. The great and powerful Omicron. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Well, we, we have to be afraid of all of it. Delta, Omicron, Megatron, whatever's next. It doesn't matter. Fear is really the answer. That's what they want us to do, is be afraid of everything. Afraid of our own shadows. But we know some really good things that you don't hear in the news are reported. Largely, we have information out of the UK and South Africa that Omicron variant is, while it more uh, infectious, it spreads easier, more transmissible. It's 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 not as deadly. It's not as bad when it comes to uh, the symptoms. In fact, they're they're telling us now. I saw this this meme floating around online. And I just had to chuckle. It's perfect. It says you know it's the television stations got. The graphic up of top five Omicron symptoms, and it tells you runny nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, sore throat. And then the top of the meme, it says, back in the day, we used to call this a cold. <laughs> now, look, I am not downplaying COVID. In, in fact, I know various different people that have had it. In fact, I think my wife and I think we had it. Um, We didn't even realize it. And this was... This was over a year ago. We didn't realize it until her mom, who's a nurse, got it, lost her sense of smell and taste. And this was a whole thing. We thought, wait a minute. Do we have it now? We ought to probably go back and get the antibody test just to find out for sure. But what's interesting is I know various different people that have had it, and it's really impacted them in many different ways. I have a friend um, who I, I lost a friend. And now he was fine. He went into the hospital because he had some issues breathing. He told me basically it was gone, and then one day we were texting back and forth. One day he just disappeared. And I found out about a month later that he had just died. I don't know if he died because of the virus, because of complications from the virus, or because of complications from the treatment he received in the hospital. I don't know. And people want to know. They have questions about that. I know several people that have had those issues. And people need answers. But yet, we don't get them. We get politics. 
Throughout this entire process, we've gotten politics. All meant to divide and distract us. Politics. Pushing each other against each other so that, you know, they can push this great reset nonsense. Here's the deal. In order to make the best decisions, this way the self-governance things work, is you've got to have all of the information. Not just the bad news, you've got to have the good news. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We've got to have it all. But let's just look at some of the facts. Today, 500 million shots. They say it's a milestone day. More than 200 million fully jabbed in America and 64 million with boosters. And yet Omicron is on the loose. 261,000 new cases yesterday. So what does all of it mean? Well, no wonder people are so confused. Because they don't tell you the truth. There may be some benefit to this Omicron. I saw something. I was in earlier. I think 60%, they say, of Americans. This is their model now may be infected by March. This is out of the Daily Mail. 140 million new infections. 90% will never show symptoms. That's the other piece. So you're telling me all of these people will be infected, but they may never show symptoms. It's a disease so deadly, a virus so deadly, that we must mandate that you take the jab or lose your job. But 90% will never know that they even had it. And then this administration is out there telling people, you got to get testing, you got to get tested, everybody ought to get tested. Everyone go get tested. That drives the case numbers up. Let me ask you a question. Were they busy mailing free tests to everyone? Do you think they'll just save some time and, and send out mail-in ballots along with it so the 2022 <laughs> midterms could just be... Taken care of and handled at right at the same time. Can we just mail out the, because we know that's where we're headed, folks. Let's just get those on out to the mail and, and hand it tests and ballots all at the same time. The midterm variant or Omicron. It might actually be some good news that we should celebrate in all of this. But what about a fourth shot? Is a fourth shot on the way? Maybe. According to someone you may want to listen to, coming up next, you'll hear the latest on that. And what about these OSHA mandates? The legality of it all. We'll talk with some inside OSHA whistleblowers coming up on the Glenn Beck program. And for Glenn today, it's Justin Barkley. Back next. Instead of just giving your kids and your grandkids more stuff this Christmas, give them the gift that will counteract leftist brainwashing. It will help mold them into responsible adults and citizens who understand how our country, how our freedoms, how the economy works. I'm talking about the growing library of resources from the Tuttle Twins. They have toddlers and children's books that explore the principles of freedom using stories and pictures and stories about American heroes and entrepreneurship. They even have a free market curriculum with lessons that can explore how the free market works so your kids at a very young age will understand supply and demand inflation and how government intervention affects the economy giving these books and curriculum doesn't just help the kids you know it helps america because our children will lead the fight against leftism in the coming generation go to tuttletwinsbeck.com there's a holiday discount of 40 percent off and you can get the workbooks for free give your kids and your country the gift of liberty tuttletwinsbeck.com 
All right, so you've got the, uh, are you fully, are you fully dosed? Because, you know, in some places, maybe not. Depending upon whether you've had your booster. The booster. Or the fourth, which may be coming, forthcoming, we'll just call it, according to the resident, Joe Biden. Let me ask you about what we heard from Israel overnight. They're already moving forward with uh, a second booster now. So this would be the fourth shot for people 60 and older and for frontline medical workers. Is that something you're considering? I listen to the scientist, and I'm sure the scientists are paying very close attention to that. There may be a need for another booster, but that remains to be seen. So it remains a possibility. It remains a possibility. (laughs) I'm waiting to hear what they tell me at Pfizer. And then (laughs) whatever Fauci says, I'll go along with a fourth. Come on, man. I mean... Come on, man. I mean, I don't know. Look, I think we've gotten this. I'm not. Look, I don't have a white lab coat. I'm not a doctor. If you want to go through all those things that people like to talk about online. Oh, are you a doctor? See your medical degree. Folks, I don't you don't need it. It's critical thinking to just make some of these calls from the very beginning. It's very obvious what we should have done. It's painfully obvious. We should have protected the folks who were the most vulnerable. Instead, governors in states like mine here in Michigan, a handful of them, all Democrats, sent some of those vulnerable folks out of hospitals into nursing homes, infecting and killing thousands in this state alone. And yet there's really not any accountability for any of that. Even in Andrew Cuomo, who's now gone and out of the picture, it's only because of his Me Too moments, we don't really see any accountability for that. Although I did see, I think this is nice, in New Jersey, it looks like there's a payout. Janice Dean posted this today on Twitter. New Jersey to pay out $52.9 million to families of vets who died in their state-run homes. So maybe there's a little bit of accountability. But who made that decision? Are they still in power? I think those questions are important. And they should be answered. In fact, we are now talking about A virus looks like it's trending in a good direction. Lots of folks are going to have immunity. And 90%, according to the article we just read from the Daily Mail, right? 90% won't even know they had it. I mean, that is great news. Yet you're not hearing that. It's a doom and gloom, constant drumbeat of fear. Anytime you turn on CNN and the rest of them. You have to ask your question yourself, why? And how many boosters? As Biden says now, maybe a fourth. Well, if they can mandate that you get the first jab or two, certainly they can mandate whatever else that you might be 
forced. Or they may be so inclined to tell you that you have to take. Whether it's one, two, and how many for how long? Is it possible? Is it conceivable to think maybe based on past experience here in performance that you may have to take one every three, four, five, six months, whatever it is, at least yearly, and you may be mandated to do so because of the OSHA Department of Labor mandates. And speaking of those, are they even legal? We'll talk with some OSHA whistleblowers who say not so fast. They'll tell you how things work behind the scenes with OSHA and how you can fight back if you're so inclined. That's coming up. Justin Barclay in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Back after this. This is the Glenn Beck program. You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be MyPillows on the... The shelves along with the lowest price offer mike is also extending his money back guarantee trial until march 1st of next year so it makes a great christmas gift you can get the standard my pillow for 1998 originally 69.98 a 50 dollars savings and the king size pillow is 10 bucks more go and see all their rotating discounts over 150 my pillow products enter the promo code back 800-966-3117 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code back Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back in. It is uh, Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. And you can get me all over social media. At Mr. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Send me a message at justinbarclay.com where you can uh, shoot me one over. And also on a text message. I've got this uh, really cool text line. that You can text me, 616-201-3353. Text me a message during the program, and then I can uh, see it and also send things back to you. 616-201-3353. So in all of this, as we've just kind of been breaking out, uh, part of the question is what happens next, especially as we've got these mandates who were they caught up in, in the courts in a lot of different ways. Uh, is SCOTUS now, Supreme Court, has uh, agreed that they are going to hear arguments on Biden, specifically OSHA. Next, I think the deadline is coming up, what, January 7th for oral arguments? Kavanaugh asked the Biden administration to, to give all the information they had uh, as to why these things should move forward. And I got to tell you, I don't know how confident I am that the Supreme Court will do the right thing. However, I am very confident that other folks are out there doing the right thing. And they're speaking up. In fact, a couple of whistleblowers who have extensive I think extensive time with dealing with OSHA, 
in their professions uh, are on the line. A couple of them right now. Christian Megan and Ter- uh, Tammy Clark, who are uh, from Michigan, where I'm, where I'm at. I've been very fortunate to meet these two individuals and get their credentials here in just a moment. But they have been all over the country testifying on things like masks and now specifically these mandates. Kristen and Tammy, thank you so much for being here with us. Can you give us just a breakdown, if you can, uh, Kristen and Tammy, of your credentials? And Tammy, we'll start with you so that people know who you are and and, and uh, what, what they're dealing with here, some professionals. Yeah, sure. Hi, Ed. Thanks, Justin. It's great to be with you today. Um, yeah, so I am an occupational and environmental health and safety professional. I'm OSHA credentialed. I'm a court-approved subject matter expert, PPE, respiratory protection expert. I've owned my own consulting business for nearly 20 years, and I've worked with many different industries from construction to manufacturing, educational facilities, food service facilities, hospital systems, um, sitting on infectious disease control boards, planning committees, and basically advising industries uh, looking at what, what hazards would be in the workplace and how do we mitigate or control those hazards that employees might be exposed to. So much of this involves PPE usage, respirator usage, fit testing, health hazard analysis, workplace analysis. Um, and so I have actually been credentialed through OSHA, the EPA, and the DOT, um, as well as having a typical bachelor's degree and, and that kind of thing. So that's been my world for the last nearly 20 years. And so when I heard about the mask mandates going into place, I thought this is a joke. There's no way that this can actually happen because it actually violates OSHA's own PPE and respiratory protection standards that have existed since 1979. So that's a little bit about me and my background and how I got involved. Uh, stood up and became a whistleblower um, against this agency um, and became involved as an activist um, to expose the illegality and really criminality of all of this. Kristen Megan, a little bit of expertise and uh, experience there in the background. What about you? Well, thank you, Justin. So glad to be on. Yeah, so I have been working in the field of occupational and environmental toxicology for almost 20 years now. Nine of that was on active duty in the Air Force. And I also have combined involvement in public health, decontamination, site management, hazardous material management. And just like Tammy, I'm credentialed through OSHA, through my science degrees. I'm an exposure scientist um, through the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Uh, it's basically preventive health. Um, this resonates so strongly with my profession because, like Tammy said, we are the ones, you know, doctors treat, we protect, um, and we're preventative. So we go in and we basically anticipate, recognize, evaluate, and control health hazards in an occupational setting and also what can detect the average layperson in an environmental setting. So I personally have managed the respiratory protection program for well over 76,000 people, and I've tested well over 10,000 masks and respirators for their efficacy, fit factors, and protection factors. So I also study the movement of air, which is very boring, but I guess right now it's exciting because (laughs) I can explain to you uh, through Stokes law calculations, not to bore the viewers, but I understand the aerosols stay in the air suspended for days. So a lot of what OSHA is trying to do completely violates the knowledge that they have had for decades and this is how we know that they're guilty of revisionism and they're being strong armed by this current administration 
Tristan Megan studies the air. I'm just wondering, how about hot air and things that come out of Fauci's mouth? Uh, <laughs> any of any expertise? And let me let me just say this because I think it's it's very interesting. Throughout this entire thing, people have asked questions, and when you ask those questions, you're automatically demonized. But I I'm a kind of kid that you know I asked questions when I was in school, and I used to get in trouble for that. So it's really no uh, no different nowadays. I'm just curious. I like to know the answers to these things. Uh, one of the questions we quite often hear from doctors who will be propped out on television in white coats, et cetera, telling us, you know, the efficacy of this, that, or the other thing, specifically masks. Um, I'm just curious, uh, Kristen and Tammy, who actually tells the doctors which form of PPE to wear or use and in which setting? Do the doctors decide that for themselves, or is there someone else out there that might might instruct them there? Well, I'll answer that first because another thing uh, in being embedded in healthcare for 12 of my 20 years is I sit on the infection prevention and control committees and everyone says like who tells doctors what to wear. But what you have to understand is we don't just tell doctors what to wear. We follow something called the hierarchy of controls and we have things like ASHRAE standards that are ventilation and engineering standards. Like if you've had surgery and you go into an OR, it's like a wind tunnel because you have negative pressure and positive pressure rooms. Um, and isolation rooms that are designed, that's an engineering control. So we do other things first before we even put healthcare workers in PPE. But masks historically are not counted as PPE. They're considered source control, but they're only source control for bodily fluids to keep a clean, sterile environment so that you're not getting spit mm. and sputum uh, and you sneeze droplets. You don't want that going into a body cavity during sutures or surgery. What it doesn't do is stop airborne particulates and aerosols. If you are a doctor, a healthcare worker, or a surgical assist, and you're in an isolation unit where you have to give, uh, provide surgery for a known infectious disease patient, let's say an active COVID uh, positive patient or a TB patient, those people are in personal protective equipment with respiratory protection using things like powered air purifying respirators and controlled air purifying respirators. People like myself and Tammy are the ones that tell healthcare workers what to wear, when, and why, because it's just like saying, wear a shoe. Well, no, what kind of shoe? Steel toe? Like, you have to fit a protective factor to the hazard, and it has to be rated to protect against the hazard at hand. And masks, vaccines, all of this stuff is not going to stop the spread. It's improper, false sense of protection. It's a slap in the face of this profession, which is actually being ignored. And they're interviewing the white coats instead of the actual exposure scientists. So, again, I thank you for having us on. All right, so we got that out of the way. Some of it goes over my head, but most of it I can hear is pretty much common sense. So, ladies, let me ask you this. Kristen, Megan, and Tammy Clark, you're, you're experts in this field. You're OSHA whistleblowers. This whole idea seems like I, I can poke holes in it just using critical thinking. It seems like there might be some issues. Let me just ask you what they are because when I look at a, a, a mandate, Coming from OSHA in a situation where you're saying that everyone must get the jab or no job, that type of situation, that you've got to take this thing. They don't even say which one you have to take. There are three, I guess, and you can take any of the three you want. I think they're all different. Who knows? They, they probably all perform differently in different ways. But we've got to do that. So then, so then there's really, that's kind of an issue because, as you said earlier, if, if I'm told I have to wear a certain part of protection, I'd be very specific on what that would be. I need to wear a very specific type of mask in certain situation or a very specific type of uh, work boot in a, a certain situation. So I think maybe there's a problem there. But the other issue that I see is there's you've got to, you've got to 
either take the jab or you you have to be tested. Well, what's interesting to me is that what we know now directly from the CDC. I mean, I'm not you don't have to go down a rabbit hole, but the CDC will figure this out for you and tell you that if you have been jabbed, you can still get it and you can still transmit it. So if I can get it and still give it, what's the point then of taking two different groups of people and saying one has to test, the other doesn't? And some of these other issues that we're seeing inside these mandates, are they legal? No, absolutely not. And this is why we've had three federal courts and judges rule against these mandates. Um, some, one of the judges actually said that Congress did not authorize CMS to enact this politically and economically vast federalism-altering and boundary-pushing mandate. Um, the Fifth Circuit stated that there are grave statutory and constitutionality concerns with what OSHA is trying to do. Um, so, of course, we know that the Biden administration went court shopping and they requested that the Sixth Circuit Court, um, actually, instead of the uh, merits panel, they, they requested a special motion to a merits panel with two liberal judges and one conservative judge. The two liberal judges ruled in favor. They basically lied and said that OSHA does have the authority, the statutory authority to do what they're doing, um, when in fact they do not. Only Congress gives OSHA, CMS, any regulatory agency, the authority to do what they're doing. The Biden administration or the executive branch cannot simply turn to a regulatory agency and say, go make me a new standard or go do this. We're going to use you to weaponize against the people to enforce what we want to do, our mandates or, or our new plan. It doesn't work that way. And the judges, the, the three courts ruled uh, very much along those lines, saying that Congress did not authorize any of this. So OSHA is way out of line. So for the three-panel judge, uh, the two-to-one ruling that came out of the Sixth Circuit, um, the dissenting judge, Judge Larson, her analysis, her dissenting analysis was spot on that OSHA absolutely is acting outside of their authority, and especially when it comes to uh, vaccines, because OSHA has no authority over vaccines. Historically, even according to their own letters of interpretation, they've, they have stated, uh, they responded to a state representative uh, and stated that they do not have the authority to mandate vaccines. The employer can mandate, in fact, in the healthcare industry, employers can mandate the Hep B shot or the flu vaccine. But even then, the employee have, has the choice to say no. So they can require that. But if the employee then says, no, I'm not comfortable with that, they don't have to take it. And OSHA will never, and they have never, cited the employer for not forcing or mandating it on the employee because it's always the employee's choice. So this, this is way outside of the scope of OSHA's uh, jurisdiction. It's way outside of statutory authority for the Biden administration. And uh, vaccines are just simply not a control measure. And I'll let Kristen get into that. I'll pass it back to her um, to explain the controls. Because in our field, we always look at the hierarchy of safety and controls to control or mitigate hazards. And we start at the top. If you imagine an upside-down pyramid, we start at the top, and then we work our way down to find which control measure will work. So, Ladies, hang on one second. Got to take a break. We'll come back and do that. We'll explain that. Plus, I want people to know, because there's some good news in all of this, too. How do you fight back? What can you do, and how can you make sure you're armed with the facts in these situations, especially if you or someone you love is in a situation where these mandates are affecting you, whether it's your job or maybe your business that's impacted. Millions are, and they're hanging in the balance as the Supreme Court takes this up. Justin Barkley filling in for Glenn Beck today. We are back on the Glenn Beck program right after this.
the Glenn Beck Program. Happy holidays from the Fed. They just gave us some, well, somewhat truthful reading about inflation for the first time this year. What a way to wrap up the year, right? Consumer prices and inflation have surged to a 39-year high. It's the fastest pace in nearly four decades. Energy prices up 34%. And you know how fast food costs are rising. We all feel it. On top of that, Biden is now trying to throw another $1.7 trillion into their social and climate plan, which could potentially accelerate inflation even more. At this point, it's just a matter of when and how bad. The U.S. dollar is in extreme peril. Gold and silver are a time-tested and conservative hedge against insanity, unrest, and potential hyperinflation. Call Goldline today. Ask how precious metals can protect what you've worked so hard to earn. Ask Goldline about their special Christmas offers and a very special bonus for listeners of my program. Be proactive. Call today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We're talking with OSHA whistleblowers who are talking about the mandates. The Supreme Court set to uh, hear oral arguments on this on the seventh. I want to give folks the, uh, the 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 tool that they may need to fight back, but also the way to to get all the information that these ladies are talking about. Tammy Clark and Kristen Megan with us right now. Uh, so, Tammy, there is a, a tool that has been specifically designed to help folks. It's a white paper written by you two and a doctor as well uh, that goes into great depth and detail on this. Can you tell us about that and where folks can find it? Um, sure. It's StandUpMichigan.com. That's StandUpMichigan.com, all one word. You can find the paper that Kristen and I put together. It has been peer-reviewed uh, by several of the top exposure scientists, uh, preventive health specialists, doctors, um, uh, professional engineers, professor, uh, university professors. And this basically gives you all of the information. It goes through the talking points that you need to take to your HR department. Yeah, the information, the science, the data, um, the statutory authority that OSHA has violated, how this is so outside of the law, uh, what is legally allowable. And you can take that to your employer and put them on constructive notice that what they're doing is breaking the law by going along with these illegal and unconstitutional mandates. If you organize, you're like my colleagues, you organize a strike, you organize a walkout, there is great power in that and that's how we the people take our power back. Then you go give them this information and you put them on constructive notice and you don't allow it. You basically inform them that this is medical tyranny and we will not go along with it. Everywhere that people have organized and striked or walked out, they have had those mandates rescinded within 24 hours in those workplaces. So this is how you finish it um, in your own workplace while it's being finished at the court level. We'll wait and see what happens. Oral arguments coming up on the 7th. But in the meantime, you can get to work. Go to StandUpMichigan.com. Download that paper, and you'll be able to fight back. Tammy Clark, Kristen Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. People are standing up. And I tell you, I just, I think there's some good news. We'll share some more of that coming up. Ladies, thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate you. Barkley in for Beck today. You can text me anytime at 616-201-3353. More on the Glenn Beck program. Merry Christmas Eve after this. This is the Glenn Beck program.